The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are back, uh, back to back nights, man. Listen, but tonight we are talking about. An Atlanta Hawks victory. Go ahead and clap it up one time for the home team. Clap it up one time for the home team. A very, very gutsy win in Philadelphia. 98 to 96. And I will say this, and this isn't just hyperbole. I would say this is one of the better Hawks wins in the entire season. In the entire season. Yes, they've only played, what, 31 games? I would venture to say this win is top three. Top three, easily, easily. Um, let me go ahead and set it up, though. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. This is the Hawks Beat Podcast. Like I mentioned, I am your host, E-Dub. We are a podcast that talks about the Atlanta Hawks, and we are part of the Minute Media Podcast Network. Thank you for all of the new listeners that have stumbled onto the show. If you, uh, however you stumbled here, um, we ask that you just give us a chance, check us out, interact with the show, and uh, we're glad that you're here. So a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we would love to, we would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our 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 handle is at. Hawks Beat. That's all one word. Hawks Beat. You'll find us there. And um, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our Facebook page. 
Uh, we like to interact. We like to hear from you guys. And that's how we get down with the get down. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Now, in the podcast community, we're trying to get our weight up. You know, we recently joined the Minute Media Podcast. And they have done wonders for our listeners. And they uh, they do a great job of, of getting us in the right place. <laughs> getting us in front of the right uh, the right people for more listens and whatnot. But we still need you. We still need you. We still need you to rate the podcast. We love five stars. We love five stars. Go ahead and give us a five star rating and let us know what you love about the show, what you would like to see differently about the show. And uh, we will greatly appreciate it. So now that we got that out the way, (laughs) Hawks get the dub 98 to 96 in Philadelphia, a game that saw them end with I think it was eight or nine bodies, <laughs> eight or nine bodies, uh, before the game, more folks added to the health and safety protocols. Sharif Sharif Cooper was the latest to join that list. Um, not only Sharif Cooper, our guy Bob Rathburn, he went in the health and safety protocols. Dominique didn't make the trip because uh, out of abundance of caution, he was exposed to somebody and he was like, look, I may be compromised, so I'm going to keep it at the crib. So shout out to the fill-ins that had to fill in at uh, for, uh, you know, Bob and Neek. Thought they did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, all hands on deck tonight, man. All hands on deck. Wasn't like it was last night where you just had two guys scoring the ball. You had, I almost said five. We had six. The Hawks had six guys in double figures tonight. And I said this last night. That's when the Hawks are at their best. That is when the Hawks are at their best. And I will venture to say that is when they're at their best, even when Trey Young is out there on the court. Is when you have... A, a plethora of guys scoring the basketball. So, um, let's start from the beginning, man. Again, Hawks were down bodies. <laughs> They're down bodies. But uh, going into this game, I don't think uh, I don't think Sharif really moved the number. But going into this game, Philadelphia was ten and a half point favorites. If you're into that type of stuff, if you want to throw some money or whatever. Uh, ten and a half points uh, was the number going into the game last I checked, and uh, that, <laughs> that that health and protocols list for the Hawks is, is getting rather lengthy. Um, I said at the beginning of the week, listen, Hawks have been good. You know they haven't had anybody in health and safety protocols. I knocked on that wood. Guess I didn't knock on that wood good enough because Trey, Kevin, Clint, Danilo. TLC, Lou Will, and now Cooper added to that list. And um, Mike Conti, who who does a you know good job with with the Hawks on nine two nine. If um, so, Delon Wright and Cam Reddish had some injuries that they left the game with. If they're not able to go, the Hawks may be in danger of not having enough bodies to play the next game. Um. You're already down like DeLon was your last point guard, you know. There might be a chance. 
<laughs> that <laughs> if they can field enough healthy bodies, Lance Stevenson <laughs> may be your point guard for the Christmas Day game. How did we get here, guys? How did we get here? Let me tell you something. This, this pandemic has, it is letting us know that it is not to be played with. It is not to be played with. It is not to be mocked. So, um, yeah, man, we're just going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait and see. You got uh, another 48 hours before tip-off on Saturday. We'll see if the Hawks can maybe clear Kevin or, or, or Trey to get them back into uh, get them back onto the roster. So that was what it looked like going into the game. As far as the starting five was concerned, um, pretty much the same five as last night, with the exception of uh, Onyeka Okongwu got the start in front of Gorgie Jang. And uh, I thought that was a good move. Arguably, you can arguably say that Okongwu was the Hawks player of the game tonight. He definitely was defensively. Offensively, you could probably go with Cam. You could probably go with Bogey. Bogey made some Big shots down uh, the end of the game, which we'll talk about in a few. But uh, just a good balanced game for the Hawks, man. Like a good gut check win. Um, You got to give everybody credit. You know what I mean? Like you got to give Nate and his staff credit. Um, The guys, I thought they looked more. I thought they looked uh, more engaged defensively, to be honest with you. And Nate always says, you know, that tends to happen when you're making shots. You know, I thought, you know, they didn't blow the doors off offensively. But to me, they looked more engaged. Um, They looked more engaged on the defensive side of the ball, if you ask me. I think when you have a game, like a back-to-back game like this, sometimes it's just better just to get that that ugly win, that that ugly loss, I'm sorry, that you had against Orlando. Go ahead and get that out of your system. Right, like that was a bad loss. Go ahead and get that out of your system the next night. Bump it. We're not even gonna look at film. We're just gonna go out here and ball. You know what I mean? Let's go out here and ball. Let's do what we gotta do, and uh, you know, let's let the chips fall where they may. You know, um, Hawks came out in that first quarter, and I thought that they were very dominant, <laughs> very dominant, uh, dominant to the fact that they opened up a 19 point lead. And if you guys who have listened to the podcast for a while, you guys know, uh, big leads in the first half are fool's gold. It's fool's gold. And while, you know, some folks saw very happy that everyone's up 19, I'm like, listen, man, you got three more quarters. You got three more quarters. You got three more quarters of this, man. And so in the NBA, as it is the fashion, you know what I'm saying? Um that lead was swallowed up, swallowed up. But let me just like let me just kind of stay with like that start that they had. Thought it was very good. Like I thought the start was very good. Um, in the first quarter, I I thought that they just came out aggressive. They just came out aggressive. Uh, John and Cam Onyeka uh, really got things going. John leading everybody with nine, and even you had guys off the bench. Gorgie came in. Knocked down a three, got some buckets. He had seven points in that first quarter. Like, that's something that you typically don't count on, right? Like, Orgy Gang, Jane going for seven in the first quarter on his first stint. 
in like three minutes. <laughs> like you usually don't count on that. And so I just thought, look, they put up 32 points in that first quarter. Shot 52%, 40% from three. And that is just one hell of a way to start the game. So, um, <laughs> but as is the NBA, what goes up must come down and come down it did in the second quarter i didn't think the second quarter was very good at all from a defensive standpoint and from an offensive standpoint um bogey checked into the game he was over five in that second quarter he couldn't get it going nobody really had it going in that second quarter for the hawks uh, as a team they shot 36 percent and with a team like philadelphia with all of those guys they got you know, they they were just able to get back into this game. Uh, I was scoring the Hawks 33-19 to 19 in that second quarter, and I was just like, yo, like, that's just what it is. Like, that's what it was. Like, I wasn't even really – I wasn't even really mad. Like, yo, they lost a 19-point lead. It sucks. But, like, yo, you knew it was coming. It was coming either sooner or later, right? But you're going into the half, 51-51. It is what it is. And, uh, I mean – you're still in good shape. You know, I mean, you're tied with the Philadelphia 76ers on the road, and you still have given your chance a a, chance, a shot at this. That's what you want to do when you are the opposing team. So you're going into the half. You got three guys in double figures. Your whole front line: Congo, Collins, and Reddish. Uh, everybody's got some points on the board for the most part. And you look, you know, what I'm saying you, you got a whole half to go. So. Um, I just thought that they were in good shape after that first half. Going to my notes, man. One thing that, I, uh, of course, um, that we all saw is, is John Collins picks up that, that third foul in the third quarter. And um, I thought that the third quarter was big. And I'm sorry, he didn't pick up his third foul. He picked up his fourth foul. And the I, I, I really only have one note for that third quarter. I said the Hawks did a good job of sustaining their, uh, I think they got up by about seven or eight in that third quarter. And it was kind of tip for tap. You know, it was kind of, you know, hit or miss here, hit or miss there. I thought it was very evenly played. And I thought they did a good job of just sustaining that little lead. Like they had a seven point lead for the majority of the third quarter. All of the numbers were the same for the most part in the third quarter. Hawks end up outscoring the the, uh, the 76ers by four points. But you have balanced scoring in that quarter. And again, that is where the Hawks need to be in their wheelhouse. Cam had eight. John Okongu had three apiece. Skyler had six. DeLon had five. Shout out to Skyler Mays. Let me just take a moment. Right? Let me just take a moment. I, I burned Skyler last night. I was like, yo, bro had nine minutes last night, only took one shot. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Like, Skyler, if you ain't going to be out here playing aggressive, then you need to have your behind on the bench. <laughs> and I tweeted my guy Malik. Malik tweeted me, uh, Malik Brown of Peachtree Hoops. Go check out my guy. He tweeted me, and he was like, yo, he done told me when we was watching the College Park game, uh, Skylar Mays is mo. He's at his best when he's getting into that paint, making things happen. Skylar Mays is a big guard, and he can make things happen. But sometimes he'd be too passive. I don't, I don't, I don't want that Skylar Mays out there. You know what I'm saying? 
bro, it's not that many folks out here. Go make a play. Get them shots up. Skylar Mays tonight put together a nice stat line. Led the team in rebounding with 11 boards tonight. 14 points, 11 boards off a 6 of 11 shooting. If somebody said he was player of the game for to them, I would have no qualms with that. Love to see Skylar Mays be aggressive tonight. I really liked what I saw out of him. Unfortunately, in the third quarter, um, Cam Reddish looked like he tweaked his ankle. Uh, came back, and I don't know if he tweaked the tweaked the ankle again or what happened, but he did not return, and that was problematic because Cam was kind of like your go-to guy, you know. Um, again, the scoring was more balanced tonight, but Cam was obviously your guy. He is one of the um, guys in your team that can get his own shot, and uh, Cam was in a nice little groove tonight, and so losing him hurt. But just when you think it couldn't get any worse, DeLon Wright goes down with an injury and he doesn't return. So, you know, now you're in a situation where you're kind of like out of point guards, like, and you're just waiting for Nate McMillan to take off his shirt and to have a Hawks jersey, number 10, you know what I'm saying? Nate going to have to run the point. That's almost what it's come down to. But, uh. Hawks finishes game with no true point guard, and I, f- I just find that utterly remarkable. I find it utterly remarkable because your point guard is the guy that gets people in the right position, you know. Um, so they had Bogey bringing it up a little bit. They had Lance Stevenson bringing it up a little bit. Skylar Mays chipped in a little bit, and it was kind of um, it was kind of like point guard by committee. And so that's another reason why this game was so was so tough, and, and it was so um, it was such a good win because you, know, you don't even got a point guard out there on the road against a playoff team. So you know, kudos to them cats, man. Kudos to them cats. But listen, when it comes down to the fourth quarter, and the fourth quarter can be summed up in about two minutes, back and forth, neither team really was shooting the ball lights out. Um, and that's when Bogey kind of, kind of like got his little swag on, right? Bogey comes down, game's tied. I believe it was 92. I think it was 92. Bogey comes down at 250. Jumper, pull up, Hawks up by two. Comes down again at two minute mark. Jumper, Hawks up four. Uh, gets the ball again at the 125 mark. Jumper. Boom, it's good. Hawks are up by six. So, Bogey goes on like a 6-0 run himself. Like, and like, he just, I mean, he just knocking down Jays. (laughs) He just knocking down Jays, bro. And it was just a beautiful thing to see. Like, he was just, he was looking for his shot. And it was like, yo, get the ball to Bogey. Like, that's what you got to do. He got them cats up by like six. And then, of course, Hawks pissed away like two, two possessions. One was just a terrible possession. Another one was like a shot clock. Uh, John Collins commits a foul on the other side. And so Philly crawls and p- crawls to like 96-98 with 29 seconds left. We all saw the game. Uh, they run they run a play in uh, 
it came into a Wandu. A Wandu shot the ball with like 15 seconds. And so they have a chance to kind of ice it. They screw that up. And now Philly's got the ball with five seconds left. Run a play. Embiid has a wide open shot from about maybe 20. You know what I'm saying? Wide open. That's the shot you want. That's the guy you want taking the shot. Hawks only really had to play five seconds of defense. <laughs> and Embiid misses the shot. Right, he misses a shot. Thank your lucky stars. Get on the bus and get the hell up out of there. Right, good win for the Hawks. You did what you had to do, man. Was it pretty a whole time? Nah, it wasn't. But sometimes you need to muddy that water and just get that W, man. So salute to the Hawks, man. We're gonna take a quick little pause. And uh, on the other side, man, we're going to read some of your fan feedback to hear what you guys had to say after the game. This is the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Third and final segment, man. We don't have any sound tonight because it's way game. We weren't at the press conference. So uh, we're going to skip that. Going to go straight to our fan feedback. Uh, if you're new to the pod, one thing you did. that that See, this is why I asked you to follow us on Twitter so you can be a part of the show. You know what I'm saying? Get your, get your, get your tweets read off, you know? I got some folks that always hit me up after the game, and I appreciate them. I always try to read their tweets whenever uh, after the game is coming because they know what I'm going to ask. After each game, I always ask the folks, I ask the people, what did you think about tonight's game? What were your takeaways? What were your thoughts on the game? And you guys always, you guys never disappoint. Now, after a loss, you know, I got to kind of retweet that thing and ask y'all a couple times because sometimes y'all get a little shy after they lose. But it's all good. Y'all had a lot to say tonight. So let's go ahead and get into what you guys had to say after tonight's game. Again, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HawksBeat. So uh, let's start with Adrian Jackson on Twitter. She said, Nate looked like his old playoff self tonight. Good decision-making with use of talent and time management. Thank you for checking us out uh, at ATL Storyteller. We appreciate you. Yeah, look, look, listen, giving, giving props to Nate. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> J.F. Sutton Jr. sent me a, a picture of Bogey. And uh, I don't know what this picture is. It looked like he's one of the um, Lord of the Rings here. But uh, he said the bogeyman. Because one of the questions I asked also is, uh, who was your player of the game? Who was your player of the game? So, appreciate you for checking us out. Uh, Mitchell Andrews on Twitter said, good fight, whole team effort. And I think Cam was about to have his best game ever. It looked like he started to figure it out. And maybe his breakout game until he got hurt. Only if he can stay healthy. Yeah, Cam had it going tonight, man. Cam had it going tonight. Had a really good uh, second game in a row, man. A really good night. He seemed really in control. And uh, he he had it going tonight. And, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about Cam tonight. Great game from Cam Reddish. Um, ATL Hawks Nation. Uh, they said bogey and Skyler offensively. Big O defensively. Again. Bogey and Scott, like the numbers for Bogey after the game are like, oh, man, he missed a ton of shots. But he made them shots that counted. 
<laughs> he made them shots that counted in the fourth quarter when he went on that 6-0 run by his lonesome. Shout out to Bogey tonight. Um, yeah, he's he's a big part of what the Hawks want to do. When he is healthy, this team is just at a whole another dynamic. So you got to get him healthy and keep him healthy. Um, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, a, a new follow. Appreciate you for following us, Bruce. Bruce Banner said, them boys showed a lot of heart tonight. It wasn't pretty, but they stuck with it. Okay, all right. Uh, let's read a couple more. Joshua Carter said, Skylar Mays, his MVP, player of, of the night. Uh, DJ Yogi said, Cam Reddish was his player of the night. Uh, Joshua Fletcher said, Skylar Mays playing some unexpected point guard minutes and getting to the rim. So, um uh, just a, a whole a whole uh, litmus of different guys that you could have being your player of the game. And I think that's where the Hawks, that's where they need to be. Good team effort for them. Uh, let me just let me just grab two more. Reggie's World, that's my guy Reg. I always try to get him in here. Uh, he said Okongu is his player of the game. And my guy Donnell Suggs said that's a big win. I know it's regular season game in December, but it says a lot about the fight in this team. Also makes the loss to Orlando last night even more annoying. <laughs> Very well put, Donnell. Very well put, man. That's my guy. Uh, yeah, man. So, good win for the Hawks tonight, man. Um, as far as the box score and the final takeaways, let me just kind of just give you kind of a, a, an overview. Hawks have uh, six guys in double figures tonight. Cam leading everybody with 18. Skyler Mays leading the team in rebounding with 11. DeLon Wright leading the team with a six assists. Yo, bro, you're the point guard. Get some assists, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought DeLon Wright played a good game. You know, I personally would like to see DeLon shoot a little bit more. But you give me five. Yeah, if, if you give me five points, you give me six assists. And, and, and you know, you give me five or six guys in double figures. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, Bogey and Jane giving you 15 and 12 off the bench. Huge, huge numbers off the bench for those two guys. And uh, gutty win for the Hawks, man. As far as final takeaways for tonight's game, um, I've mentioned it over again. Balanced scoring is where this Hawks team uh, it, it will thrive, even when Trey returns. He Even when Trey returns. Uh, also, uh, as far as final takeaways for me, Big O is the future for the Hawks at center. I'm gonna tell you this. I don't know what the plans are for Clint. I know they just they just you know paid him his money, and and uh, but you had to be a blind man if you didn't like what you see out of Big O. You know, especially since he came back. Uh, just got to stay healthy, and uh, who knows? It, it it will be nice if the if the Hawks can have two dynamic centers. But due to economics and due to, you know, just the nature of the game, I don't think it's going to be like that. <laughs> We're going to see how it plays out. But I, I think John Collins and Onyeka Kongu are the future of the Hawks front line. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast. I hope you guys enjoy your holiday. Um... As far as when we'll apply next, we'll probably do after that. We'll probably we'll probably work on on Christmas. We'll probably we'll probably shoot out something that after the uh, the Knicks game. 
Uh, keeping our fingers crossed that Trey and Kevin can get up in there and, and play in that game and the Hawks will have a good game. But like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.